So I think this is Sansosan 20. I'll take your word for it. I haven't been keeping count, of course. 20, 20, 20. I can't even remember. Do we even have an intro? Well, we I know we have an intro, but... We have an intro? You're close. Give them to me. It reminds me of the... Uh, uh, a Scanner Darkly. Have you ever seen that film? Mm, oh, no, I haven't. I, isn't that the one with the funny animation style? Is that right? Yes, it's the one with the funny animation style. I think it's uh, more or less kind of rotoscoped over. Yeah. Um, but I might, I might be wrong. Uh, Philip K. Dick's story with uh, Keanu Reeves. And on the director's commentary, uh, they've got the actors in it. I can't remember who... Oh, it's Robert Downey Jr.'s in it. And maybe they've got Robbie De Robert Downey... Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey. And the director. <laughs> no. And the, direc and the director and Keanu Reeves. And like, not even at the beginning of the commentary, like 10 minutes in, Keanu Reeves says, oh wait, is this animated? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, and I, got, I gotta say that, like, uh, I didn't really like Keanu Reeves in the sort of Matrix days, but that gave me like a plus one for him. <laughs> yeah, he's good in a lot of people's books now, I think. Everyone just agrees he's oh, a yeah, dynamite it, chap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems that to be... I, obviously, this is a huge generalization, but it's like, if you're going to be like a really big film star, you either have to be like really chilled out and not really give a fuck about it, or be a complete like psycho narcissist with a plan <laughs> would yeah. you agree or i would agree yeah and uh yeah considering you know bill and ted face music i don't think keanu reeves has got that kind of plan in mind whoa <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't think so either yeah i think people really like him huh hmm. he seems yeah like like you said he it's kind of like oh yeah yeah I mean, I don't know if he's a great actor, but, you know, not a rapist. That's always good. Yeah, I think that's kind of, I think that's what a lot of people ask for these days. It's kind of a sad yeah. time to be alive. But, you know, if, we, if the news ever breaks and, you know, he gets me too'd, that's it. I think a lot of people are going to lose faith in humanity. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess kind of, I suppose, I guess kind of, I suppose, so articulate. Uh, it was kind of worse when the same thing was going on and no one talked about it. Mm. Um, but who would be the worst celebrity in, in terms of, like, I suppose, international morale to get me to? Would it be like Mr. Rogers? Yeah. I think that's why, you know, the Bill Cosby one was so kind of, uh, kind of groundbreaking. Like a lot of people were, yeah, were absolutely devastated by that because he had such a hokey family-friendly image uh, yeah whereas yeah jared Le leto doesn't have that to lose yeah exactly um no one gives a shit they kind of what's it ah oh, um i think we talked about this kind of the other day privately um but the onion had one of their things up online uh, about the russell brand thing i think the headline was their, one of their mock headlines was um uh Nation surprised um, Russell Brand wasn't convicted sooner or something like that. Mm -hmm. No, Nation assumed yeah. that Russell Brand was already uh, a sex offender. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's kind of like the whole uh, Jimmy Savile thing where I remember my dad talking about Jimmy Savile and saying, 
I don't know how it came as a shock. He dressed like a paedophile. He talked like a paedophile. <laughs> I, I, and I guess, you know, when you're like, you, you appear to be doing a bit. Yeah. Uh, people can be like, ha ha, it's not real. I don't know. Hmm. There's a um, new, uh, not biopic about Jimmy Savile, it's like a mini-series. Have you heard about this? It's like a yeah, drama starring... thing, starring of all people, Steve Coogan as Jimmy Savile. Yeah. And apparently people are rating his performance quite highly. I don't know what to think about it, I haven't seen it. I don't really have the highest opinion of Steve Coogan anyway, as a sort of comedian, but I don't know how that, how that would pan out. People are saying it's okay. I'll watch it because I'm kind of... I do get fascinated by that story, for sure. Is it? Is the film called Now Then, Now Then? <laughs> uh, I don't know, actually, what it's called. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, obviously, it's going to be a, a serious drama. You know, it'd have to be. Um, but the whole Jimmy Savile thing does kind of let it, lend itself to, like, a, a slasher pick. Like oh. Jimmy the Fixer or something. <laughs> so he's like works for the mob now, does he? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm obviously thinking of Jim will fix it. So you could have, you could do, yeah, you could do. Um, it's actually, yeah, he's the, he's the antagonist, the sort of demonic antagonist. It's Doom-like, where actually the protagonist is super powerful, played by Charles Bronson, and it's called Fixing Jimmy. <laughs> But now it sounds like a better Call Saul spin-off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want to see it. I, mean, I haven't really seen much Steve Coogan for a while, but he was uh, really overexposed in the sort of mid and late noughties. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely never yeah. really watched Alan Partridge. I caught a few bits in passing, but my God, was it quoted to fucking death at school all the time. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's not you per se. It was our, it was our other friend Dobson. He loved <laughs> that fucking thing. Skinny boy. Well, I I loved it. Oh, too. Skinner. Yes, uh, I saw. I forget myself. Skinner. <laughs> Skinner. Yeah. End game. Boom. <laughs> um, do you know what Skinner's doing right now? Just to, just to hammer in that he is Skinner. Do you know what he's fucking doing right now? Um. Crochet? He's running a marathon in <laughs> Nepal. Oh, Nepal. Oh, wow. Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to make sure he gets his little oxygen. <laughs> yeah. I, I have no idea what I was just saying. I'm sorry. Now I'm just thinking about Principal Skinner. Oh, yes. Alan Partridge. Yeah. I don't know. It had some great lines, though. It, you know, give us another army saying, Michael. Stop, twist, kill. Stop, twist, kill. <laughs> when Alan Partridge goes to his friend Michael's house and Michael won't let him inside and then offers him a cup of beans with a sausage in it <laughs> oh, God. and Alan Partridge says do you have a spoon and Michael says no I've never had call for one <laughs> oh, how can you live without a spoon no, the anyway. one that uh, Skinner always, I'd, I'd hear a lot from him was, so what are you going to do, hit me? That's capital punishment. I'll see you in <laughs> Strasbourg. <laughs> okay, I didn't even remember that one. I also remember his favourite quote. Not capital punishment, <laughs> corporal punishment, fuck it up. Corporal, I remember his quote, um, 
It's vulcanized rubber, so it won't perish. <laughs> <laughs> Which is while Alan Partridge is giving a BBC producer a lap dance wearing like a rubber thong. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I liked it. I think they did a movie. Well, I'm pretty sure they did a movie, and I've seen it, and it was okay. What's that? Or Alpha Papa or something? Is that right? Yeah, I think, yeah. Well, well remembered. I never saw it, but I, yeah, I remember seeing the posters everywhere. And at that point, I think I was just too busy being a contrarian to give Alan Partridge the time of day. So I was like, no, I wouldn't see that. It's obviously going to be shit. <laughs> Alan Partridge is too mainstream. I'm all about bread. <laughs> I was always about Fraser, my friend. Yeah, you know, real niche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is now. Look at Alan. Oh, is it now? I don't think so. People are talking about it. Yeah. Frasier buzz everywhere. Oh, I'm sure. But I mean, so obviously we're here today to talk about uh, the reboot and the episodes that are currently up. Um, do you think that's going to get a second season? <laughs> have you seen them? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. Um, so you didn't like them? No, I don't really call it Frasier. I call it um, the Big Bang Theory. That's what we've got. I also felt a lot like that. The Big Bang, it, specifically the Big Bang Theory, the the sets and the the sort of old fashioned style of it, yeah, and everything, yeah, and the level of humor as well. Yeah, it was like immediately slapstick for some reason. Which, I mean, I guess a lot of most of what Frasier was was that in the end. I think like the season six onward, if I, from what I remember of it, yeah, because got very wacky all the time. But they seem to be running with that rather than the kind of more muted, wisecracking stuff from the beginning. Yeah, it was. Um, I I I would call Frasier's humour sort of farcical, mm -hmm. and I don't know if this was farcical. The new Frasier episodes. I don't know if they were farcical or just kind of shit. Um, maybe they were trying to be farcical, but I I don't even feel confident enough to say that. Uh, the mystery isn't like how they, the mystery isn't like, why is it shit or anything like that? The mystery is why they fucking made it. Yeah, it, that is a very, an excellent, excellent question. I mean, oh, sorry, I beg your pardon. What? I was taking my shoes off getting comfortable because uh, I realised I'm just making too much noise with boots on. Um, See, I'm so glad we're not in the same room sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, but it's not my feet that's the problem. <laughs> it's your wang. Put it away. <laughs> IBS, baby. All the way. <laughs> and that growth not so much irritable my... as free-flowing bowel syndrome. Yeah. And that growth on my back is getting bigger as well. I have to sprout hair. Maybe you could get like a professional incision and turn it into a backpack. I'm convinced, right, if you took a scalpel and made an incision, like a thumb would sprout out of it. Just kind of flop out. Or like just just a segment, just like an eighth of a smiling human face. Oh, something's going on there. But the NHS don't want to do nothing about it. Um, looks like I'm growing my first baby. Do you remember, uh, do you ever remember that, uh, I think it was a TV Channel 4 special, probably in the late 90s, where Richard E. Grant plays a marketing executive who... Um, like has a big boil on his neck and it grows into a head. 
And it start, starts like telling him what to do. No, um, but I want to know. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I've looked it up and I think I, I saw it a few years ago in like 144p. Um, and I couldn't, like it was, what I, what, I probably saw it on YouTube and it was in such bad quality I couldn't really tell what was going on. But yeah, I can't remember what it's called either, but maybe that's worth a look. It, anyway, yes. No, this is like yeah, Cadigar Head in Advertising. Something like that. Yeah, that was it. Wasn't it, wasn't it that? Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. I, my dad would tell me about it. Um, I see, he said he liked it. But this is, you know, who knows? If you say it's from the 90s, that, that shit doesn't date too well. No, it, oh, honestly. Especially like English stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. From the school of the Zephod Beeblebrock's head. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Go to sleep. And when I watched the, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff uh, for the Hitchhiker's Guide's when they introduced, uh, they talk about the episode. They introduce uh, Zephyr Beeblebrox and the prosthetic head. They they talk about that at length. They were like so proud of it. Um, yeah, yeah. Like for the well, for the first like shot, they actually have it articulated. But after, shortly thereafter, it's kind of like bust, and it it always has one like broken eyelid. And there's no, they, yeah, they never go back to fix it. It's just like that for the rest of the show, and it never talks ever again. Yeah, I know. It's like his head has a like palsy in his eye or something. Yeah, occasionally it looks around, but <laughs> that's it. Oh, bless them, these guys. They yeah, there was there was so, they were such proud papas. <laughs> it was dog shit. It was fucking yeah. dog shit. <laughs> you just described British TV. <laughs> no, but really, Fraser is dog shit. And uh, that's definitely not British. Although it does have Rodney in it. Yes. Did, did you like Rodney? It wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be. But still. I mean, he's, he's kind of doing like the Guild Chesterton thing, I guess. Um, sort of. Yeah. Um, but, I mean... I mean, the tone is just like wrong, I think, is what we're saying for that show. It's just... Yeah, it's... It's... Uh, much cheaper sitcom than I, than I, what I, I'll solve that again. What I liked about Frasier uh, isn't there. It's, it, it's a much cheaper sitcom than that now. Um, yeah. And to answer your question, yeah, I think they're just turning this, this stuff out because it's another IP that they can squeeze a, a few more, you know, bucks out of really. Yeah. I, that must be it. But I didn't think that, Kelsey Grammer really needed that, mm. um, but whatever. I was thinking, I, I, I started seeing the ads for it on, on the side of buses, and I thought, all right, they're really taking this one seriously. They're actually going to go for it. I haven't seen many mm -hmm. people talking about it. Um, but I would, <laughs> I was just thinking to myself, if I was going to make a uh, Frasier reboot, I wouldn't call it Frasier. I'd call it Sex Crimer. <laughs> <laughs> Duplicitous medical professional. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, we've only seen, well, the two episodes so far, and the first one's pretty muted because they're just establishing everything. It's like, when's, when's he going to start being a pervert again? And lo and behold, in see, uh, the second episode, there are flashes of that brilliance. <laughs> yeah, almost, though. It almost. doesn't quite... But no, there was a he, line. He... Uh, uh, there's a line yeah. that he says as he's... So, all right, so set up, there's, um, he's going back to reunite um, with his son. Um, 
and there's a sort of micro fuss. Uh, he meets a woman in his son's apartment that he assumes, you know, the fuck me, I'm staring at the motherfucker today. <laughs> Ferocious is trying to reunite with his son, um, kind of ambushes him at his apartment. There's a woman there, he assumes uh, that's his girlfriend, and mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. It's not that that's not the case. They hash it out, and it's going to be a thing for the remainder of the show. Um, but this this woman um, has a baby, and she's figured out. Um, beginning of the second episode, you just have like mummy troubles, right? Um, and it turns out, you know, this, we've got the screaming child, and nothing's you know calming it down. It turns out that Frasier's voice is that audible chocolate just puts this child to sleep. So she's kind of. Throughout the, uh, this episode, he starts to kind of latch onto Frasier for that reason, but she ambushes him in uh, the hallway where he's going to go visit his son, and he, he reads this as sexual interest. Yes. And, um, and after the second kind of encounter, when he's, you know, he's kind of enjoying it a little bit, you know, he makes that clear, but he, he's, he's made uncomfortable by it. And then the second encounter, he kind of turns away and kind of, runs off but as he's running away i he says kind of quite muted um, no amount of desperation will ever make this okay and that was the, that was exactly what i was hoping for from from frazier <laughs> an oblique acknowledgement that he is still very very horny yep yeah and even yeah. more grossly inappropriate than ever <laughs> yes because what you didn't mention was that this woman has been fairly recently widowed. Yes. Uh, to her fireman, well, her, she had a fireman husband who died in a fire, um, and she has a baby. I don't imagine she'd be that horny. No, Not enough time has passed. This is never. This is never any kind of consideration in the world of Frasier. You know, it's just like if Frasier's game, then they will be game. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> <laughs> did uh, did you see the third episode? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you like the sort of Dr. Phil bit? No, I didn't. Uh, oh, that was my favourite bit. Yeah? Well, yeah, but I wouldn't say I liked it, but yeah. That was almost, like, funny. Oh, no, I, it was, I would say it's a highlight, but I'm kind of being a really obnoxious Frasier purist here. And they're just like, like, Frasier would never do this. This isn't right. <laughs> yeah yeah I think that they made a big mistake by having him go to Harvard and be like hyper respected yeah that's and the thing I wanted to bring up actually he never get into Harvard it's just the thing I, I think we've talked about you know in our own time about this but it's a really weird thing about Frasier I mean the TV show right because the yeah. universe that Frasier lives in inexplicably just loves everything that Frasier does. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's baffling. I mean, there's just no real world kind of context would everyone fawn over this one person. Yeah, he'd be a niche radio host and that would be it. Yeah, that, and what they're setting up here is he's, you know, he went on to do TV for like, what, yeah. 13 years they Ten. mentioned. Yeah. And now he's yeah. like a fucking multi-millionaire. So he's got. You can just buy an apartment building. Yeah, up, an apartment complex. Just at the drop yeah. of a hat. Within the, in the time frame of this show, 
it seems to like happen the next day. And to, yeah, he, yeah, you'd have to have people, you know, scores of fucking people organizing this and to have, you know, nail down a sale like that that quickly. You're going to have to pursue that quite aggressively, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. the former, whoever, whoever was holding that building prior to that, if it was, would have been like strapped to a chair at some point in that <laughs> at like 2 a.m. It's like, yeah, you're going to do this. Do you think they made Frasier really, you know, successful now because this is produced by Gramanet and for some reason Kelsey Grammer wants Frasier to be successful? Because even though Frasier was, you know, really rich back in the old day and not successful romantically, but went on dates with inexplicably attractive women, whereas he should have been... You know, unfuckable, really. <laughs> it was just so weird. Um, do you... I don't know, what am I trying to say? Do you, do you think that that was a mistake? Do you think they did it to appease get Kelsey Grammer's ego? Well, Why did they make Frasier super successful and thus remove any tension? Because he never had an arc, so I thought that they'd maybe try and do that here, where his arc could be... Oh, actually, I've learned that I don't really need to be famous to feel valued um, well I think the arc here is that he's you know he's fighting against um, being this kind of hokey TV personality but I think he's just kind of got I think his arc is going to be learning to kind of embrace that he's fucking human trash and he should just you know brave for attention like the ass that he is you mean he's going to, like, accept it all over again? Like, no, 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 I, I just love the limelight. I don't care if I have to sell fucking adult Yeah, he's, he's going to, you know, embrace his life as just the most soulless fucking and unscrupulous sellout. From what I've seen so far is kind of the, the only arc they're going to set up. I mean, do you think that it's even got the oomph to even sort of have him do that? Like... You know, in the original Frasier series, it was definitely on the side of Frasier's conflicted about selling out and selling out is wrong. Mm -hmm. Do you think it, it'll be like, no, selling out is fine. It's what Frasier does. It's fine. Because this is selling out, right? Yeah. I mean, for, not for that sure. Frasier was ever really sold in, but... Yeah, no, well, I, I mentioned it because, you know, they made a big point of saying, look... Playing the role, putting on that stupid hat and telling some fucking pig stories that keeps these students engaged. You're actually going to do a good, uh, you know, something really good. Um, if yeah, these Harvard of, students. Yeah. No, notoriously kind of layabouts, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you only need a GPA of like two to get in there or something. <laughs> you know, nothing. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you... I mean, yeah, they don't have like a fucking plan for this. They just wanted to kind of wheel this guy out once more because he's, yeah, yes, he's making a little bit of money. And I one thing I wanted it's... to uh, mention as well, right, I thought was really odd. So at the end of the first episode, they do, they do three dedications to people that never heard of. Of One of them, I presume, is like Nicholas Linhurst's wife or former wife or mother or something, although right. not a bit... Ambitious to say mother, she must must live a, <laughs> a hearty life, a long and hearty Major. life. Yeah, but they yeah. Um, naturally do, do a dedication to John Mahoney, and they just have this one 
really awkward clip yeah. of him. And of, they must have like so much footage of him, right? Um, yeah. Unused footage. And what they use, which is bizarre, it's just this two second clip. And what he, he says something like, it'll work out. And yeah, then it's just like kind out. of, uh, and it just freezes and then the dedication comes up. It's like, well, I, all right, they obviously wanted to, they were reaching for something that would have been poignant, but that didn't, that wasn't it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It would have been, I think, perfectly acceptable if they just put up a still and say, in loving memory of, you know? Yeah, or why not have something funny and just have the clip of just just the shot where Niles is filming him and John Mahoney's going, it's me from beyond the grave. The drugs are in locker 296. Do you remember that? That would have been funny. Mm. Uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think they had to, you know... They were going to go for, like, the most respectful thing they could. I think they went too far in one direction, though, and it comes off as, you know, a little insincere, really. Yeah, mine would have been respectful and funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then while he's doing it, um, going, it's me from beyond the grave, uh, fades into black and white, and then I've got an overlay of, like, his grave. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe some photos of his, like, widow crying. Something like that. Yeah, all right. You're not pulling any punches here. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. want to punish people for supporting this Frasier reboot, so they're going to be fucking miserable at the end. Yeah. Five, five minutes of just, like, John Mahoney and words coming at you, like, John Mahoney would never have been part of this if he was alive. <laughs> I mean, they all wanted out in season 10. Did they really? I, yeah, it's in the it's in the um, the meet the crew or meet the cast special feature in that DVD set that you've got. I'm pretty right. sure you've seen it where they're talking about they wanted it to end at the end of season ten, and like Frasier wanted, you know, another twenty acres. Frasier, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I mean, he is Frasier. We talking about? <laughs> yeah, it is what he'll be remembered for. Well, yeah. Well, it's not surprising. So you mentioned it's made, uh, it was what? Made in part with what? Grammarnet. It's, yeah. I'm not sure, what is that? I'm going to guess this is... Well, that's his production company. Right, yeah. But that doesn't, you know, that could mean anything, right? It could mean that he's not involved at all. And obviously he's the most important part of Frasier. So he can just slap that on there and, you know, take 20%. It could mean that he he developed the idea and had someone write the script for him under his supervision. I don't know. And okay. it doesn't change that it's shit. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I guess the Kelsey Grammar doesn't have a lot, a lot of work these days. It's just going to be a nice victory lap for him, I suppose. Well, sure. Sure, but, you know... <laughs> Do you, do, you, do, you win, do you win the do you win the gold doing a hundred meter sprint at the Olympics and then do a victory lap where you walk around the same area shitting your pants <laughs> like limping because that's what this fucking is. I mean, I, you know, it's not like I hate it. Like it doesn't ruin old Fraser for me. No, not at all. In fact, um, um, I watched. 
I uh, signed up for Paramount Plus. I've got their seven day trial at the moment. Um, yeah. I'm naturally going to cancel it, but what they do have yeah. available is the original Frasier. So as soon as I was done with yep. that, I've been watching that for <laughs> for the better part of today. And I'm going to have yeah, I mean, a little fun with that. And then once it's you know done, five days, five six days, boom, chop it off. I don't want that. Yeah, you can cancel it now, and it won't. It'll, you know, you can still get in. Right. Okay. You can still log in. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. That's that's what I do. Is if ever I get a trial, I like get the trial, and then the first thing I do is cancel it. Right. And whether it be Disney Plus or Paramount Plus or whatever, they all work like that. You can still log in until your trial's over. Okay, good to know. All yeah. right, I'll crack on with that as soon as we're done here. Because I know I'll forget. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously that's their, that's kind of like their business model, or at least part of it, is that you'll forget. Yep. You know, and, and then be like, fuck, I've paid for a month. Well, better just kind of hunker down and enjoy it then. And then by that point, you're kind of invested. And you're like, oh, fuck it. I can't give up now. I'm only on season five of Frasier. <laughs> it won't take me, you know, a month to do that. I'll get that done in a day. Yeah, in a day, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit in Frasier episode three, this Frasier, where they say, the son says, oh, didn't you and Uncle Niles open a restaurant for a day before you quit? And, oh, they shouldn't have mentioned that because that just made me think, I oh, can watch that episode right now. Yeah, click. <laughs> yeah. I could watch Daphne kill some eels with her bare hands. Yeah, but that's that is kind of what they have to do with these things. Um, yeah, they will obviously, you know, bring up the happy memories. Do you remember this? Do you remember this? It's, in all fairness, right? I uh, so I immediately went back to watching Frasier, so I, but I started right from episode one, season one, and they do the because of that's a, a spin-off uh, of Cheers, and they do exactly the same thing there. It, uh, whether he's talking about, you know, in Boston, the bar, and the other, and a few, a couple of the characters get mentioned. It's like, well, all right, that's, it's, it's noxious, but they've, you know, it's what they do. It's not, it's not unheard of. Yeah. But some, but the difference is, I really like that uh, show, and I don't like this one. So when this, when they do it here, it's fucking intolerable. Whereas it's perfectly acceptable, the exact same thing is perfectly acceptable over there. I, I, yeah, I, I see really what you're saying. Like, it, you can do it, just do it well. Mm. Or, or make it funny. I mean, I like the Woody and the Sam episodes. In yeah. Frasier. Yeah. Uh, not the Diane one so much. Oh, I, I do like that. You I do? don't, I mean, I, well, I find Diane annoying, but you're meant to. Yeah. That's why it's an uncomfortable watch. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most uncomfortable episode, do you think? Is it that one? Let me think. Oh no, I know what it is. <laughs> it's the one where he uh, he role plays as his PA and literally says, well, not literally, he says something more along the lines of, "Don't you talk to me like that way, Massa?" Really? What the fuck is that one? I've forgotten about that. It's the one with oh, what's her name, Doctor, but she's not a doctor. I know, it's like, it, she, he gets a black PA. Right. And he's too scared to, like, give her any direction because he thinks she'll call him racist. Right. And it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's pretty good for something in the 2000s where people around him are like, no, you, 
you're already being racist, Frasier, because if she wasn't black, you would tell her, stop butting in. Uh, and all of this. But yeah, he, that, do you not remember him saying that? He says massa. Really? Yeah, he says massa, yeah. And like, and Niles' face is like, no one's going to say that, Frasier. <laughs> and Martin looks horrified. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds, a, that sounds a wee bit spicy. Yeah. I can't remember her name, sorry. Nah, well, I can't remember the episode at all. Um, Alright, I've got some homework. Yeah, it's a later one. Yeah, don't you see, you don't remember that character at all, because she does come back, and he hosts uh, like a Christmas parade with her. Uh, oh, right, right, right. Ringing some bells, but the episode you talk about, no, not at all. Definitely not that fucking line. Which is odd, because it would stand out like a fucking sore thumb. Oh, that was shocking. Alright, cool. Oh, um... Homework. The other, um... It's not really awkward, but do you remember the... Uh, the one where he gets uh, caught up with sex, uh, his sex games, like, live on stage in a children's show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. With no, with no known Annette. <laughs> yeah, who but... I think they, they say was he was married to at one point. Really? Oh, I don't know. He's had, so, yeah, because they also say, so his first wife we hardly ever, ever see. She was, like, a hippie. Right. Like a free spirit hippie. And then his second wife was no no Nanette. And then he was gonna get married to uh oh sorry, what's her name? Blonde bartender. Uh Diane. Diane. And then he did get married to Lilith. Well, who then who then had after she'd met Fraser had a sexual awakening and like mass cheated on him. <laughs> I think. <laughs> But, you know, obviously we're going back to my Fraser days there, and that was only my minor. <laughs> I mean, Cheers days, even. I never watched... I mean, I catch it in passing, but I never really watched that. I've watched all of Cheers. Yeah. Is it all right? Is it worth giving that a go? Yes and no oh, to those two questions. So it's... Well, <laughs> it's a no if I've ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's all right. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. Right, um enough. I you know I I have seen every episode of it and uh, it's actually way better before Woody Harrelson gets there. Really? Okay. Yeah, because I I didn't know this until I watched it, but before Woody Har Woody Harrelson I think gets there season four. Okay. The first three first three first three episodes, they had a different bartender called Coach, right? Who was played by by an old dude who actually did die, so they right you know wrote him out. Uh, and his whole thing was that he used to coach baseball, you know, knew Sam, and he got hit in the head by a baseball one too many times, and he just had, like, no memory. Okay. And he and the, the actor was really good. He was really funny huh. and convincing, and I thought Woody Harrelson was kind of not great. Even though I think he's really good, I don't think he was good in Cheers. Right. Although the writing was, I mean, what's Woody Harrelson's character in Cheers? Just a, you know, a moron. Sorry, I'm not really big. I'm not, I'm not a Cheers aficionado, so I really don't have like, to be perfectly honest, nothing to say to that. Um, but yeah, yeah I mean, well, uh, God, I gotta get this back on track. I can't. No, Sorry, I mean, yeah, no, back, no, no, not, not you, not you, not you. Um, just I'm <laughs> fucking drawing a blank, man. It's a good job we don't do these things fucking live. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I don't edit them. Oh well, what? no. 
Ah, uh, don't listen to him. So I've got nothing to feel embarrassed about. Yeah, no one does. So double that. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So back to the. I don't even publish them. The the no no Nanette thing, right? Yeah. Why is and a previous kind of talking point? Why does Brazier get away with this kind of stuff? Well, no one catches him <laughs> on that occasion. The the one thing he shouldn't have got away with was having sex on live air on live radio where he was clearly identifiable by his voice. Do you remember? Yeah, no, of course, I remember that one. But I mean, but how do you, can you say he wasn't caught? He was there in a children's... Yeah, he was dressed up as a baby. Didn't he have like one of those... What would you call those like frocks? The old, old-timey frock. Like a, like a baby onesie? No, it wasn't a onesie. It was something you wear around your head. Um, oh, yes, I know what you mean. Um... Yeah, it looks like something someone would wear who works in the kitchen, kitchen at like Chatsworth House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I know what you mean like but a the, he little was... Miss Muffet hairstyle, uh, hat style. Yeah, exactly that, right? But yeah, he was just uncovered in the show, like half naked, unannounced, you know, special guest, yeah. and a pretty prominent figure. Apparently, a very important problem, prominent figure uh, in Seattle. I mean that. Yeah. People would have to investigate that and you well, know, quite heavily scrutinize the man, or, or at least the circumstances. Maybe, but in the days before the internet, you could get away with it because, well, like someone's going to write a column in a newspaper saying, Frasier, Crane made a really unexpected guest appearance on a children's show. It didn't make much sense. I don't know. This but compare the... that to Frasier Crane definitely had sex in his radio booth <laughs> live. We found the genetic material. You could hear him going, oh, dirty girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with, his, with his boss, and like, oh, they couldn't identify her, even though it was obvious she had quite a distinct voice. <laughs> See, this is like, the only thing that you know, makes me angry about Frasier, <laughs> is I'm just bitterly jealous of this man that can apparently do no wrong, who does a lot of wrong. <laughs> I want to have sex live on radio. <laughs> All you can hear is a woman going, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> yep, this is great. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Forgetting about what we've... About, forget about what we've talked about uh, with the reboot as it currently exists. What did you want to see from a reboot? Uh, well, as I've said over and over, I suppose, is to quote you, quoting War Games, um, the only way to win is not to play. <laughs> uh, well, OK, before I answer that question, um, for a while, people wanted a Frasier movie. God, what? I've been dreadful. Which would have happened... I, you know, ideally in the mid 2000s when people weren't a lot older and it would have had the whole cast in there. Mm -hmm. Would that, would that be, would that be better? Absolutely not. No. You wouldn't want a Frasier movie where they, they finally kill off Frasier. <laughs> well, it depends on the, the content of the movie, but no, I, I hear Frasier movie and I think Simpsons movie, you know? And we know how that turned out. Yeah. 
Thank God I was drunk. <laughs> oh, bless you. Such innocent kids. We, we were getting drunk on beer back then. That's delightful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was the mistake, huh? We should have been, should have been fucking shooting up before we went in there. <laughs> I just can't, what? I can't believe there was a time in my life when my liver was just that, just that sensitive. Now it's so blackened and calloused. I don't know. I, you, I don't know. Well, I, I... It'd be a litre of whiskey if I was in that smoothie theatre now. Oh, God. A litre as well, no less, in a plastic bottle. Oh, yeah. Nice and cheap. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Oh, God. I couldn't do that. Mm. That would get me smashed. Do you, do you... Yeah, do you drink beer at all then, or just spirits? Oh, no. I just drink beer. No, oh, fuck that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> no. A strong beer. Man's beer. Man's beer. Well, just whatever's available. <laughs> I don't drink yes. that much, in all fairness. You know, not yeah, now. Right. So, Frasier is single in this show, leaving uh -huh. room for a love interest, I'm sure, in the future. Yeah. How old do you think she's going to be? Now, Kelsey Grammer's got to be, like, in his 70s, right? Yeah. How yeah. old do you think that woman's going to be? Um, I think she'll be... 45 to 50 but like Marissa Tomei sort of aged beauty she'll definitely be beautiful mm -hmm. yeah I was going to say late 40s early 50s which brings me back to my proposed title for the reboot Sex Crimer <laughs> yeah so so is that the Frasier series you'd like to see is just 18 plus Fraser Crane every episode. <laughs> Fraser XXX. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, he's just a bit of a. He's he's got those kind of diddler's fingers, hasn't he? It's not that I. It's not that I want to see that. It's just his actions over the course of those <laughs> ten years. He just did some very duplicitous sexual things. I just don't believe he's going to keep it in his pants forever. I mean, well, like what? What's the worst thing he did, apart from the radio sex thing? Well, I, I, I still go back to the uh, no, 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 net, uh, not, not yep. that, that thing as well. Um, what else do we have? This is why I'm in urgent. This is why I'm in urgent need of watching it again. <laughs> Stephanie's horny. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, he was just, you know, just aggressively sexual. He was just gross. Yeah. He was just gross, yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, simultaneously pathetic, but also bizarrely successful. Mm. And, you know, lovable as well. I mean, those, those things aren't, you know, congruent with each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I guess because it was a sitcom, you could just suspend the... Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, the mistake that we're making was we're trying to hold it to the, you know, to real world standards. And it's all right, it's TV, guys. Kind of chill the fuck out. But no, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> produce your tax returns, Fraser. I don't believe you're as rich as you say you are. They say, yeah. Uh, rich as the Rockefellers? I don't believe it. Miles. Yeah. Um, so the, the TV series I'd have liked to have seen, I guess. You know, even though there wouldn't have been a market for this, I guess I would have liked to have seen, um, like a, a dark comedy where 
Frasier realises that he's an empty shill, and yeah, I, I, well, and then what after that? I don't know. And then what, does he start to dismantle his life? Or, no, you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see Frasier use his power uh, as a Seattle celebrity god uh, to pull some strings and get the age waiver, get the age restrictions waived for him to join the Seattle PD. And then it's Frasier as a beat cop. Like, this is what my dad wanted. I'm giving back. You know, honestly, all my time as a psychiatrist, it was all about me. But as a beat cop, as a 75-year-old beat cop, when you said... I finally feel like, like I'm helping. The, he'd use his considerable power to kind of um, affect the age wave. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the age of consent. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, dear, oh dear. All right, so I think we agreed that, you know, he'll likely have a love interest in the late 40s, early 50s at best. Yeah. But I reckon there will be some, you know, a younger woman that shows interest, like, ridiculously young, but that won't go anywhere. I think there will be something like, in there, a woman in her early 30s that will try it, try it on, and Fraser will be like, hmm, then maybe we'll think better of it. But it'll still be kind of gross. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Um, I guess I would also think it funny if um, he suddenly mentions, oh, by the way, my boyfriend's moving in, and it's Patrick Stewart, and no one ever mentions anything like, oh, hey, hey, Patrick, or whatever his name was in that episode. <laughs> no, it can just be Patrick Stewart, it's good. <laughs> hey, Patrick Stewart. Or Captain Picard, sometimes. Because <laughs> it is meant to be the actor, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Or they just bring uh, they bring back the uh, Tom Durant, the radio manager, um, who was gay. And yeah. They just go like, well, yeah, things were cut down. You know, she didn't work out that that night, but they did work out another night. We've been doing it on the DL for, <laughs> for twenty five years now. I realised, and I've loved every drop that my of side it. guy has to become my main guy. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that that would be fun. Um, yeah, well, what else would you like to see? I mean, kind of in the realms of, you know, you can do anything. I guess I'd like to see uh, Frasier Crane uh, hunted by an enormous, enormous sentient question mark uh, that's just, like, bouncing up and down and, like, crushing, like, whole city blocks. Oh, right, okay. I see, I see this thing running down hallways, you know. It's this kind of oh, nightmare no. escape. But no, it's like a Godzilla kaiju type thing. <laughs> I was just, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, if we got... Um... Does Fraser like, recite some kind of uh, incantation and then suddenly grows 200 feet? <laughs> well, I was going to say, we could get Peter Jackson to direct it, and then it could change shape, change height, uh, right. depending on the scene, like in King Kong. Uh, yeah, no, or, or it gets progressively bigger. So yeah, you've got it coming down the hall, and then it gets so big, it's like dragging... Uh, the the sconces of his hall, uh, and then it, yeah, it gets so big he's driving his Ferrari like straight down the highway at 120 miles an hour, and it's still like almost catching him. It has to be you know he has to get onto like a, an aircraft at one point, and then they have to work out how they're gonna like get him onto the space station to get away from it. <laughs> All right, so this. This question mark has you know, declared its intentions. It just wants Frasier. You know? <laughs> it, if just, it needs to tear through no humanity to get to it. 
but it will if necessary. Yeah, so, so when he gets... So when then he I would argue, to, why would it be? You know, if that's the case, why yes, anyone would, uh, would make the effort to protect Frasier and not just offer him up as a ritual sacrifice? That's exactly right. That's how it ends. He gets onto the space station mirror and they're like, you destroyed continental United States. <laughs> now you must... We cannot allow go on. <laughs> yeah, they just end up throwing him out of this... <laughs> You see that forehead just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> right, and then uh, at the no, right, and all you then hear the way it cuts the play <laughs> is it just screaming and screaming and screaming. I don't know what's <laughs> Again, we need the suspension of disbelief because Dan <laughs> doesn't travel in space, but for, you know, cinematic no, effect, artistic license. Even worse by being completely silent. Maybe all you can hear is the, the like, <laughs> of the comms or something. And you can just see him screaming in agony, but you can't see, you can't hear it. <laughs> um, but then we get the credits, right? And then just as Fraser, so Fraser's head explodes, his enormous forehead it explodes credits immediately as that happens credits and then at the very end of the credits bang he bolts upright and he's in like a matrix machine with all these wires going into his brain and who's there unplugging him it's fucking samuel l jackson and he says you've just been recruited to you know the superhero thing. what's it called <laughs> hero squad Hero Squad. You've just been, no, you've just been recruited to the Avengers. And Fraser's like, but I, I brought that question mark on the world. Is like, yeah, but that doesn't matter because there's a much bigger threat. And then as he says that, they both look up at the sun and it's being eclipsed by Tim Allen. <laughs> so to all right. So when he brings up the question mark thing. Samuel L. Jackson doesn't state that that was a dream or anything like that. That was reality. So what this yeah, he, stipulates... That was reality. That, They've just, like, rebuilt his brain. Yeah, that's, so they've that's got what's out been, yeah. and, you know, collected all the pieces and stitched him back to... They've re, yeah, re, rebuilt it. So what? Is, it, is he just this mound of flesh above the neck? Or is it, you know, has he got a lot of, like, cybernetic implants? He's actually, you know, it's just a robotic, you know, facade. You don't actually see his head. Maybe we can, uh, you know, kind of, I know, smudge the science a bit and just say that his forehead took the brunt of the decompression. <laughs> no, I, I, well, his I mean, body I like was the mostly fine. Flesh mound, but okay. <laughs> or it's it's Rage's, like reconstructed Frankenstein's monster's head, um, but on like Johnny Five's body. <laughs> All right, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of into it. We do know that Johnny Five likes a good skin suit. Um, but yeah. what would be the advantage? Law building now. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll, br we'll bring it back all the hits today. Um, so, all right, they've made a conscious decision to put his head, you said, on top of Johnny Five or in place of Johnny Five's head. <laughs> so he's like, you know, talking to Johnny Five, like... On it, on his shoulder, advising him on the you know the correct course of action in any given situation. Well, let's not be stupid. Johnny Five is obviously real, so <laughs> it would obviously be his head. Why not Zayford Beeblebrox it? Where Fraser's head is Johnny Five's 
second head, and Johnny Five's <laughs> constantly saying, "Go back to sleep." <laughs> no, I was thinking more like they took Johnny Five's head off, and then there's just like a kind of a spike, you know, to attach his head, and they just spike <laughs> Fraser's head. On it. We get to see it as well. They really wedge it on there. You can hear the. <laughs> So they spike him right at the back of the skull. His eyes sort of blink as he does it. <laughs> no, they don't put it all the way through the skull, but they, they, they tell you how it works. They, they're like, yeah, it's not actually about like getting it into the brain to keep it on there. The only thing that'll actually keep it on there is if it does wedge into the skull. So I'll just put it on. <laughs> it's a bit and I'll just tape. use this like I'll just use this rubber mallet, the type you would use to put in a tent peg, and I'll just give that a couple of hits on the top of his head. <laughs> Make sure it's nice and in there. So well, Yeah, and then duct tape him in, yeah. yeah. All right, so the spice going in through the back of the skull then. So he just has, a, you know, a, an exposed neck stump at the bottom of this. It's always just ever so slightly dripping. Throughout the course of... Are we saying this is a movie or a miniseries? Because I, like I think we should see ab- elements of decomposition as it progresses. <laughs> so he's just, like, rotting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right, so we've got Fraser's head and we've impaled it. <laughs> Does he do it? Is he even there? I mean, he could just be dead. It just should be a dead head on this fucking thing, inexplicably. <laughs> and it does what it does, but it doesn't do anything, Frasier. So it's just like, it's more of a Frasier's been very piece. interested in input lately. <laughs> I, I mean, what? So it's just Frasier's head and Frasier is dead. <laughs> That's the poster. <laughs> yeah, there's no picture even. It's just those words. There's not even like a release date. They do like some viral marketing. You just see it spray painted on the sides of buildings with no context. <laughs> Someone uh, goes back and re-edits the What's-Her-Name Griffins uh, where she was holding Trump's head and it's just Fraser's head. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine if Fraser's head was taken from his body in the 13th century, and then the local youths of the castle played kickball with it. This is what it might have looked like. Ow, <laughs> ow, ow, ow. So now, we're just yeah, so envisioning now... scenarios of what, what could we do with Fraser's head. So we've got Impale it on a robot, send it back in time. I mean, I, I, can I just say as well, I. I, I think there's more to discuss about putting it on top of Johnny Five's head and Johnny Five being like, why are you putting it? Well, I don't want this. <laughs> no, Johnny Five, it's fine. So it's more about Johnny Five's now existential crisis. Like, I'm going to share my it. body with Frasier. Sl- yeah, Frasier I mean, I... starts to slowly like grow into it and it, the system becomes symbiotic. And he can't be removed after a certain point, and Johnny Five simply has to live with it. I am Fraser Five. <laughs> we are Johnny Crane. <laughs> yeah. Like Johnny Five journal, journals all this experience as it's happening, and he can kind of feel uh, the circuitry being overtaken and his inc- incredible pain, and knows that he's losing himself to Fraser, who's obviously going to be the more dominant personality. Yes. I mean, it, it's going to turn out that, like, you, do you know what? Having a six-foot-tall, 
tank tread combat robot. That wasn't a problem until it got really horny. <laughs> like, without Fraser in it, it was all about learning and helping people pack things in vans, things like that. It was pretty useful. So Fraser's first move, once he's, you know, overcome Johnny Five, and Johnny Five's just this kind of shell at this point. He just kind of mutters away. There's no real personality left anymore. Top of the agenda, build a robocock. Build a robocock, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't get soft, ladies. <laughs> he re rebuilds the uh, bottom half of his sh chassis so those... Tank treads now separate, and then out from that will be revealed and emerged his new uh, his new titanium phallus. And and the whole point of this, I don't know about the phallus part. Maybe we can get that in there. Uh, the whole point of this is uh, only Johnny Five with Fraser's head uh, is both intelligent and insightful enough, and also has the physical fortitude to land on Tim Allen and reason with him. <laughs> is that and then yeah. the the cock the cock thing is if that fails, that's the that's the threat. That's the threat, yeah. But we'll, yeah. What So we've known for a long time that Tim Allen's been consistently expanding because of this the curve well the hex pop on him by was it a gypsy lady? I can't remember what we said it was. I can't remember at all. Um, was it a hex? I don't know. <laughs> we said he's just one giant man of flesh, right? But perhaps, you know, we kind of retcon it. And the no, reason uh, that this uh, Robocop can, uh, will uh, emerge as a threat, or be seen as a threat, is that it will pierce through and will burst him like a balloon, perhaps. It's like a telescopic Robocop. Robocock. <laughs> Yeah, or something. Yeah, but it works almost like a, yeah. Telescopic is correct, but I'm thinking like Russian doll. So it just keeps with every iteration, it goes out. You can just keep pulling like, it out, and each obviously layer gets progressively thinner. So you will have a, eventually a needle hypodermic point at the end. Oh, you see, I thought cocks work like that, where you, you get the urethra, you pull them open like a banana skin, and there's a smaller cock inside. <laughs> You, my friend, might need to uh, see a doctor. Yeah. There's got to be teeth on the inside of the cock to make it, you know... Otherwise, you're exposed. Yeah. <laughs> you're vulnerable. You don't want any intruders. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, Frazier's head on top of Johnny Five's body goes to Tim Allen... And threatens him with his telescopic Russian doll cock. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm thinking that it makes sense because he's the only... He's the only thing small enough and made of metal that can get... That can land on Tim Allen. Tim Allen's so big, he's got his own atmosphere now. Mm -hmm. Anything else would just burn up or he'd be able... You know, or he, it's big enough that he would detect. But now he's sneaked past Tim Allen's atmospheric defences. He can try and reason with him. <laughs> um... I mean, yeah, we can do that. But I think at this point, Tim Allen will have been in space so long, expanding, that he will have lost all humanity. Will not be even, even close to coherent and susceptible can't be reasoned with. This is where Fraser will have to take drastic measures and will start boring into him. Um, 
<laughs> okay, just, so, yeah. Or maybe he just sees a mouth in the ground. He's like, I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's just a mouth in the ground because Tim Allen's forehead at this point is like 3,000 tons. Uh, yeah, I, I mean... It, I would I mean, quite like to have seen a crossover with Tim Allen and Frasier. They'd be quite a team. What iteration of Tim Allen are we talking? Like Home Improvement or...? Yes, yes, specifically Home Improvement. Tim the Toolman Taylor, I should say. Tim right. the Toolman Taylor and Frasier, they'd be quite a team. Because well, they were both the, totally uh, incompetent, right? <laughs> yeah. This is one of the things that was missing in Frasier, which we, I'm sure we can all agree is an almost perfect TV show. The only thing that was missing was someone in the background going, <laughs> <laughs> the background in the fucking foreground, my friend. Yeah, so he stands in front of the camera every yes. time. Or How focus again, he's and everything. just underneath the camera lens, so he just stands up and it's just his <laughs> head in frame. They've actually got like a, a rig set up so when the camera uh, pans, he pans with it. It's like a little cage in front of it. So he doesn't even have to like like do a crab walk around the camera or anything. <laughs> just constantly in this like baby chair in front of the camera, ready to pop up at any time. <laughs> and how often does he do it? <laughs> just, um, any, just post any time any they're not transition. transition. <laughs> yeah, it's not say, on a comedy any, beat at all. <laughs> any time they're not using pop music to transition. Because that's something that Frasier was missing is uh, you get a different scene and I wouldn't hear walk like an Egyptian in between the <laughs> scenes. And I needed that. Okay. Um, I like that. Yeah. It missed someone going, <laughs> but not Tim the Toolman Taylor. It should have been Daphne. I think uh, Martin could have pulled that off quite nicely. <laughs> He's got a gravelly voice. I think it would lend to it. Or just do the obvious thing and um, draw over Eddie with Scooby-Doo. And he could say it. Oh yeah. We can do the um, zero dark. What was it? Was it called Zero Dark Thirty? You were What's talking that? about uh, no, not no. That's that's something else. The Richard Linklater movie with uh, that was rotoscoped. Oh, uh, Scanner Darkly. Scanner Darkly. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I mean yes, but I was also thinking more like uh, in the vein of Last Action Hero. Right. Okay. Do you remember that? <laughs> with the <laughs> like Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, like Roger Rabbit. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh yeah, like any, you know, if Eddie wants to jump, he goes like thirty feet high, and he's made of rubber and everything. <laughs> Speaking of Scooby Doo, uh, yeah, <laughs> fucking dog. Uh, so, uh, so, who's your favorite? Uh, who's your? Blah, blah, let me start that again. Who's your favorite Fraser character, and why is it Niles? Because <laughs> he's as much. Because it is, isn't it? Yeah, he's as yeah. much of a sex pest, but you know he's thoroughly unsuccessful and therefore completely unthreatening. Yeah, I, I, mm, I I'm not so sure. He seems to be a, a little bit more ethical than Fraser. Well, he's not a shill for his start. Well, yeah. Although you say that, you know, he gets tempted too. When I mean, he's. He's not a shill, but he is married to someone who... Oh, yeah, yeah, Married... I don't know if he... Married money. Yeah. Well, I mean, Niall's always had the better... I would say the better lines, consistently. Not that I could reel them off right now for you. Sure. 
how's this, what's it, how's this, how's this brandy getting here? St. Bernard? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, um. I was thinking in your absence about the uh, Fraser yeah. robot after you oh, yes. talking about yes. Roger Rabbit. So we got Fraser's head on Johnny Five. Johnny Five's still about, but Bob Hoskins does the voice. But as Mario Mario from Mario Brothers, a real man's Mario movie. So he does Bob Hoskins kind of as a New York Italian voice. Yeah. And he just kind of tries to keel around, look at Frasier, deep in the eyes. And he says one thing, and it's just, it's the same every time. Trust the fungus. Trust the fungus. Trust the fungus. <laughs> uh... Yes, I like that. Is there room for Johnny Legs? <laughs> uh, perhaps. They'll, we, can you know, find, we can find room for Johnny Legs. Always find room for Johnny Legs, perhaps as a, his witty sidekick or something who uh, <laughs> stays aboard the spaceship. A Japanese man. A Japanese salary man. You can't tell me it wasn't funny, though. <laughs> we discussed that at length. Yes, we loved it. <laughs> I hate myself a little more, but I, I had a fucking blast watching that movie, I have to say. And I can't wait Damien, to Damien, this, this John Leguizamo movie from 1998 just made me a racist. <laughs> but only to laugh at people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never go and, you know, actively oppress people. It's fine. <laughs> I just laugh at their differences. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, it, it was really more just how unbelievably over the top it was. Mm -hmm. Like he'd set out to be offensive, which, uh, yeah. Uh, well, mission accomplished for sure. So it's not just Johnny Legs then, it's uh, the pest. Yeah. Um, I mean, now that we've got this ensemble cast, I don't know why they didn't just uh, do Frasier, but have those people replace the original cast other than Kelsey Grammer. Like what, you know, you could have had Johnny, Johnny Legs could have easily done Niles. Okay, interesting. Um, Yep, Tim Allen, easily his dad. <laughs> Despite, I, th I would say Tim Allen is younger than Kelsey Grammer, is he not? But we don't need to explain that details. It doesn't Absolutely matter. Fine. No, put, put him, you know, grey his hair up or whatever. <laughs> no, um, no, no, we have to make Kelsey Grammer look really younger. Young. So he's got yes. like boot polish in his hair. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you know, Tim Allen always <laughs> did have that jet black hair. <laughs> Like, Frank has always got a skateboard in his hand. He's wearing yes. shorts. <laughs> and his catchphrase. Don't cap. forget his catchphrase. Radical! Cool beans! <laughs> um, throw in the occasional bodacious as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like that. So then Johnny Five, get him in a nice uh, house dress... You got Daphne. <laughs> okay. I don't whine, craphead. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect marriage. <laughs> Maybe it's got nothing to do with. It's got nothing to do with anything we're talking about, but I feel I must say it. Flim flammed. Horn swoggled. <laughs> I'd like to buy this book, Craphead. <laughs> it spends 13 minutes with some people pretending to be Latino gangsters, and then he's like, 
Soy loco. Soy Johnny Five. Loco. <laughs> Jesus. See, that's yeah. how we can get you know Johnny Legs in on that one because we'll just have we'll introduce him through the Los Lobos doing one of his uh, wild, wildly funny characters. Oh, sure. so it's Johnny Johnny Legs is short. Short Johnny Johnny Legs is Johnny Four then, but Los Lobos Johnny Four. Yeah. Some okay. So how many how many robots do we have in this? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to try keeping count. <laughs> I mean, at this point, right? Frazier is self replicating. Uh, how so? What like mechanically? Yeah, mechanically. He's gotten a okay. He's gotten a uh, taste of his uh, of this newfound power, and he wants to spread so his influence. So Frasier is becoming the master from Fallout One, and his quest to get ladies back to his house isn't about maybe having a bit of disappointing sex at them. It's uh, I need more organic material. That's that's all it is. I don't care who you are. Yeah, I'm going to experiment on you. Yeah, every time he's teaching at his Harvard class, the dean comes in and she's like, "There just seems to be less and less people." Every time, <laughs> we'll have we'll yeah. I don't know these, about uh, that. these shots in, in in the early days of this kind of campaign that he finds himself on. He has to harvest the organic uh, material himself, but of course, as he's trying to kind of claim these people, uh, presumably in their homes where they're most where where they're alone, where they're vulnerable, he's trying to kind of be stealthy about it. But we still have um, Johnny Five. Piping up, um, Bob Bob Hoskins, Johnny Five, piping up. Trust the fungus every two seconds. <laughs> these horrible in between. <laughs> Again, just popping up. So what we're saying is, is we wanted Frasier to be an absolute assault on the senses. <laughs> and you know what? Like, we'll, tell, we'll tell the uh, story in reverse as well. You know, it's going to be very avant-garde. Like, maybe we could do, like, smell-o-vision with it so you scratch off as the scenes go by and it's like, Frasier's bathroom, Frasier's car, Frasier's towelette, Frasier's bedroom. But it's all just the smell of cum. Old cum. <laughs> yeah, obviously that's not going to translate through the screen, so we'll just have a, a, a title uh, that comes up. A subtitle comes up to explain that. It just says smells cum. of cum in brackets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scratch panel for now. Brackets come. Jizz rag. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I like it. I like it. There would have been something rather than whatever this one is like some boiled piss. Yes, indeed. Well, we'll have to workshop it in the future. Yes, it does need more work. Like, how, how are we going to get Kenny back in there? I am. Um, hmm. Well, we started off or down Ross. this road because this was going to be Marvel's Hero Squad, right? So, um, yeah, I think that is the official title. Yeah, <laughs> there are awards from Army. <laughs> there are awards from Army. Army. <laughs> Alias was a show about a spy, and also produced by <laughs> Frasier. Did you know? Uh, so. What I was going to say as well was uh, sort of leaving what we wanted Fraser to be behind. I do think it's pretty telling that 
like you were saying, you've seen it on buses and things. It's had quite a lot of push. Mm -hmm. It's quite telling that none of the co-stars wanted to be in it. Oh, yeah, for sure. E even for an episode, because it is shot... Have they know, confirmed that as well? They thought they were... I mean, I've... This was a long, long time ago, but I was reading stuff, nodding towards people, like, poking their head around the door every now and again. Oh, really? Because what I've read is they won't be part of it. Oh, really? Blah, blah, blah. Not like they've said, like, no, never, but just... Like, yeah, they're not in it. Yeah. Why do I want to? <laughs> well, yeah, but I, what I was going to say was, you know, the the whole head around the door, that would be so easy for them to do. Mm. Um... And yeah, I, I gotta wonder about their their kind of relationship, the old Fraser gang. Because well, if what you're saying is true with Grammarnet and that this is, you know, essentially a vanity project for him. You might just want it to focus solely on him. And be like, no, there's no room for you now. It's all me. I've got my hands on this now. Yeah, well, maybe you know, um, you know, Jane Leaves and Perry Gilpin yeah. used to live next door to each other. Really. Yeah, they bought. They both bought houses next door to each other, and when Jane Leaves had uh, the baby, that they were like Daphne's fat now yeah. to cover up. Um, I think that John Mahoney. Uh, I think that John Mahoney, Perry Gilpin, and David Hyde Pierce were all the kids' godparents. Oh, really? But not Frasier. Really. Yeah. Fucking hell. Oh yeah. They didn't know you've you've you can't remember it, but you've seen the behind the scenes thing that I have. And they they're respectful, but they don't like him. They because he you know, he was I don't know, not you know, not so they didn't like hate him, but he was always off in his own world, they said. And I read I read an interview from years and years ago where they got all of them sort of talking about him vaguely. You know, and he had loads of drug problems and stuff. Yeah. And I think John, Mahone, John Mahoney was saying it was fascinating because he would come in and he'd be in, like, a total funk and be obviously preoccupied thinking about something else. And then he would just get up and do his lines, like always. Right, okay. You know, like, he could just switch it on and then he'd go back and be, like... Yeah, again, not, like, uh, nasty or anything, but be, like, kind of sulky and off in his own right, world. Right, okay. It's not like they didn't like him, but just they never developed a friendship with him. Fair enough. I would have said, so, before you told me that, um, that yeah, he, I mean, he was, it was very popular. He could have been on a wild ego trip and that would have made him a bit much to deal with. But I did, I did hear some things about the drink and drug problems for sure. They remember reading something along the lines of, you know, the bar that they had in the apartment, what have you, they just used real bottles to stock that. And they stopped doing that because, you know, Kelsey Grammel, you know, in between takes would just wipe them out. Yeah. And just kept fucking rat assed. Just wipe them out, yeah. So, the, yeah. The, like know, he couldn't after, help himself, sort of thing. Yeah. So, after that, yeah. it was just, it's all apple juice there. <laughs> Fraser looks a lot more miserable like these days. <laughs> a bit more bloated, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, well, I probably don't know. Probably just... you know, a raging alcoholic and cokehead as a godparent. No, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know, this is just yeah, this my is, memory. Yeah, well, this is, yeah, obviously speculation. Oh. But maybe they did ask Fraser, and Fraser was like, I only hope one thing for you, Jane Leaves, and it's that your children die mm. before you do me. Well, I know that Kelsey I doubt it. Gra Grandma had quite a rough kind of 
go um, growing up, for sure. Uh, yeah. Because he's quite an outspoken, like, Republican as well, and he wants, like, really... He wants, like, like, he really pushes for tougher punishment on criminals and stuff like that, because I think mm-hmm. when he was a teenager, his older sister was, like, raped and murdered, and I think his father was, like, shot dead as well. Um, yeah, he right. lost a lot th- when he was young, and that's going to... That's going to mark you forever. I think he was in his very early 20s. Right, okay. But still young enough I think he was like 21 to... or 20. That's a wound think, yeah. at any yeah, age. Yeah, 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 of course. No, I'm just saying. Um, yeah, and his sister, who he was very close to, was, I think, one or two years older than him. Right. Yeah, you're right. She was yeah, kidnapped and murdered. Oof. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised that, you know, he turned to, he turned to yeah. the, the bottle. There's always a reason, isn't there? Yeah. Fran Drescher did all right there, didn't she? <laughs> Do you know her? No, I don't. Um, I know her, I know the name, um, but I'm not... She was in The Nanny. The Nanny? Yeah. I'm not familiar. It's from ages ago. It's a TV show from ages ago. She's also the um, the head of SAG-AFTRA, which is probably where you've heard from her. Right, okay. Heard of her. Yeah, when she was uh, like quite young, like in her early 20s, um, uh, yeah, two people broke into a house and, like, well, you know. <laughs> Birds and the bees. <laughs> what a coy way. He's like, well, you know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. That's horrible. Well, uh, okay, okay, then. Two, two people broke into a house and then, like, uh, tied um, her husband up and raped her in front of him for, like, six hours. And they, like, cut her up and stuff. Yeah, I mean... I didn't need to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> You're quite so right. There you go. Hope you feel better about yourself. <laughs> Not now. No. <laughs> I couldn't think of a better note to, you know, end this on. By the way, <laughs> to end this. On. Yeah, a lot of that about. I tell you what, a lot of that about. Oh yeah, uh, horrendous. Mm. <laughs> to end this on with that, more celebrities who've been molested. Oh, wasn't that and the stories the, I remember about uh, them. Talk about, are they, celebrities, are they still alive? Who was it now? We talked about the other day. What, is that celebrity dead? Yeah. Well, you want to make that into a whole episode? No, not at all. But we, there was someone we were talking about the other day. We were surprised they were still alive. We were talking about Tim Curry. Boy, someone else up. Oh, it's not important. I can't remember. Yeah, John Cleese. I know it wasn't John Cleese, but yeah, I'm surprised he's got to be getting... They have started uh, dropping now, those guys. Mm. Oh yeah, who else died? Well, we know that it was Harry Jones not too recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but only him, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Graham Chapman, yeah, right. of course, but that was, you know, a long time ago. 1989. Fuck it up. Oh, you had yeah. that one in the, <laughs> in the chamber, ready to go. <laughs> I remember reading about it and coming across it and thinking, fucking hell, I had no idea he died in 1989. Mm. Just like he was so young. That was all. Yeah. It could be completely wrong as well. Um, yeah. We don't fact oh, well, check. Before... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nor will we. <laughs> no. um, we'll delete comments that set the truth out there. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. We're all the past. This information, that's all we're about. Yeah. I think it's um, pretty harmless misinformation, the shit that we talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, the, the words we talk, but the frequencies we're operating on, we're melting a lot of brains out there. <laughs>
Uh, I was going to say, next episode, would you like to do fan art again? I would, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see some of that again. Christina tells me we have quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, and I have not looked at anything, because I'd much rather do it simultaneously with you. <laughs> um, Someone's going to take... Make a clip of that for sure. <laughs> Good. Bumming. Um, so yeah, so with that said, if anyone feels a bit artistic, artistic, I said artistic, if anyone's feeling a bit artistic and fancies uh, using social media to send me or direct message me some uh, fan art, go ahead. I will very much I'm not saying I'll put it, it in, but I'll try. <laughs> Someone's also going to make a clip of that one as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I, I do have to put it on YouTube, so I can't put like, you know, I can't put a picture of a knob up or something. <laughs> you can still you know, send so it if, to me, <laughs> if you, Yeah, you still send it to me, still do it. Maybe it'll go on my website at one point, one day. Um, <laughs> I definitely a need a fan art page, but... Like, yeah, like, if you want to send me a picture of me and Damien having sex, uh, it's not like I'm not going to put it on YouTube because I'm a prude. Because <laughs> uh, I would think that's hilarious. I'm going to put it on my uh, bedside table. <laughs> <laughs> In my wallet. So I can, you know, if I'm ever at a bus station and I'm bored, I can have a quick wank. <laughs> I can use it to threaten my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Vaguely threatening. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so there we go. Uh, if anyone fancies doing some fan art, thanks, and thanks for everyone who's pushed it. I don't know when we're going to do another one of these uh, soon, I hope, but, you know, you've got at least a couple of weeks, <laughs> I think. That'll be correct. Yeah, all right, then we'll, uh, I guess we'll wrap up. Thanks very much for watching, listening, whatever. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.